Hey there, friends, and welcome to another exciting episode of Liquored Listings. That's right. This is the podcast where you, the fans, send me a category, and I, the host, Big Earn, give you the final say. We'll list down the top five in each category that you tell me to present, and I will tell you what's right and wrong. Not only that, we will be cracking beers, drinking liquor, drinking wine, so when my opinions go askew you'll have plenty of time to write me hate mail now go ahead hit the subscribe button donate let's get this going and keep it going (laughs) are you kidding me i did not expect the message that i got earlier today i actually have an unbelievable guest on tonight um this is a real, real recording artist. You actually may have heard of him, uh, Torin Massino. There aren't many like him out there. There really aren't. There, this is a special um, artist that only comes along. And if you ever read the uh, reviews of his music, there's only a few of these people that have a generational talent that comes along. Thank you to the show, Torin. You want to say hello? Hey guys, how you doing? It's a pleasure to be here, Joe. Uh, I'm ready for some good conversation. I think we're talking music tonight. Let's get it fucking rolling. Yeah, and when I didn't know what I was going to do and I got that special call to actually do a show, I want to make this podcast more along his era and everything that he knows about. And his list is going to be so much better than mine. My list tonight of the top five is going to be the best. Oh, I can't even say that. No, that's incorrect. I was gonna go grunge worthy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna inco- incorporate a little bit more than that because here's why: there needs to be incorporated people like Lincoln Park. So, the best rock and roll of the late 90s are gonna come through today and i'm sure he's gonna school me because i only know the mainstream i bet you he beats me on a lot of these is that correct sir well i went a little uh in between there i went uh i went to um a little late late 90s and i went to a little early 90s but schooling you i don't know how much that'll do you always seem to uh surprise me with your knowledge so we'll find out now well, I, I really do appreciate that, to be honest with you. I, uh, I listened to a few songs along my way. So I'm going to start this right off with an absolutely the top five late 90s rock and roll, slightly grunged, let's get it going, number five. Bigger McCracken is going with Soundgarden. I mean, is there anything you can say about Soundgarden that wouldn't be absolutely correct? The voice of an absolute angel. We're going with things like Spoon Man. Come together with your hands. Save me. Yeah, no, come on now. There are, there is, yeah, you can hear, yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Thank you for, uh, thank you for actually butting in. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Rusty Cage. I mean, Black Hole Sun. Won't you come? Now, 
I want to know, can you beat my number five with your number five, Torin? Well, my number five is Mother Love Bone. And if anybody knows anything about Pearl Jam, they would know that um, Eddie Vedder wouldn't be in that band if uh, Andrew Wooden hadn't have passed away. And with Andrew's passing came the album Temple of the Dog, which everybody knows very well. Everybody's... I mean, most people, you know, most people are very, very, uh, that song, Hunger Strike, you know, that's, that hits deep. That's a song that a lot of people know. And uh, Andrew Wood passed away at a young age, unfortunately, and he was, a, he was a big presence in the Seattle scene in the early 90s and late 80s even. Um, and, you know, with, with uh, everything he did, like, if you haven't listened to Mother Love Bone, I encourage you to. And, um, you know, like, you can't, you can't, there would be no Pearl Jam without him. So, I mean, <laughs> how can you not? Honestly, guys, this is why I'm so stoked to have him on the show. Mother Love Bone. And he explained exactly why you need to, un like, you need to actually get out there and listen to Mother Love Bone. This is a band that I would not have thought of. This is the depth of knowledge that he actually has, and we need to appreciate people that understand the depths of actual music. And I, I don't have that. I'm doing my best. When I say Soundgarden, he says Mother Love Bone at number five. This is this is impeccable, and thank you so much for coming on, Torn. If I could say one more thing as well on this note, uh, everybody know well, most people know the band Candlebox, which is uh, fronted by lead singer Kevin Martin, and. Um, Kevin Martin and Andrew Wood were roommates at a certain point in time and very good friends. And the song Far Behind, which is a classic, was written about him and his passing. And if you haven't heard that, you know, you need to check it out. And if you haven't, you know, fuck you. <laughs> no, I got to ask you a, a quick question there, Torin. What's that? What's that? Are you drinking tonight? Oh yes, sir. I I had I was under the impression that this was liquored listings. Well, you finally got that right, and it's unbelievable that you got something on, going down the gullet. What are you drinking tonight, anyway? Tonight I am drinking a fine rum mixed with a fine creme beret. Well, rum is one of my favorites. Uh, I'm getting on board the Captain Morgan train tonight. Woo! I'll tell you what, I'm going to sail the seven seas, the son of a Sicilian sailor, and I'm never going to lose this feeling tonight until I wake up in the morning and get a get a hold of the porcelain god. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to go with number four on my list. I can't wait to uh, hear what our star, Torrin, says at number four. My number four is Green Day. I really don't have to say a lot because they began in the 90s. They ventured into the 2000s. But Green Day had my attention from an uh, early on aspect when they, were, when they were starting out in music. I mean, they just grabbed a hold of you. It was modern punk. And they came up with a song like Nookie. And it just hooked you. It hooked you real quick. I believe my senior class wanted to do their senior song. Uh, to Green Day, and so I'm going to put Green Day at my number four. I'm sure I'm going to be overwhelmed by uh, Mr. Messino's number four, but Mr. Messino, who do you have at number four? Well, I want to I want to touch in a little on Green Day. You know, I've always been a huge fan of Billy, 
And, you know, ever since he started Basket Case, you know, I remember being, you know, an angsty, an angsty kid. And uh, it really resonated with me. And Green Day is a phenomenal choice, Joe, for number four. Thank it you. really is. It really is. So I'm going to go with my number four, and it's a little personal to me, and it's one that's not going to be recognized by most. It's um, it's actually my father's band called Liquid Daydream, and I encourage people who haven't heard that are listening and will listen to this to, to check them out. They have a lot of good music. They have an album called From a Drift to a Glide, which is just immaculate, you know, my you know, they've worked with a lot of a lot of great musicians throughout Portland, Maine. A lot of great musicians and a lot of great producers and recorders and you know, they deserve a lot more recognition, you know, and they they uh this album actually came out that I'm talking about in the early two thousands, but the band started in the nineties. So we'll still count that, right, Joe? Well, honestly, there's nothing better than an honest plug and a real honest plug. And if this is one of your favorites, there's no doubt that this thing is impeccable. And I encourage everybody out there to actually take a listen. It is, it, it's got to be phenomenal. If phenomenal, ever heard that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Liquid Daydream. Liquid Daydream. Please I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to be giving this a listen afterwards. And I, I, I expect all of you to do so as well. So we have to move on to number three. Number three. The old bird, Big Irma Kraken, is going to come in with a strong, strong Lincoln motherfucking park. And here's why. I really think that the lead singer looks like John Podesta. <laughs> I, that's just my feeling. And I'm a conspiracy theorist, but there are certain songs about him that are so uncomfortable and they re they make you reach into the inner depths of, uh, of hurt and they bring out the best of you in the end, like crawling in my skin. It really is. It's just what they do, uh, to people's emotions is phenomenal for me and there are, there's not a time when I'm sitting, driving in my car and a Linkin Park song comes on. I mean, I would, I would have put uh, Nickelback in there in the top five, but they're not uh, the 90s. So, you know, every uh, Linkin Park song and I want to put them in my top five because I really believe they deserve every little thing crawling in my skin. Now. Torin, I know you're a little more versed than I am with this genre. Who do you? Who's at your number three? Well, also, I want to touch in on Lincoln Park. I'm a huge fan of Chester Bennington and everything he's done throughout his career. He's a great vocalist and great lyricist. And you know what, dude? He just could well be on my list too. You know, he's or Lincoln Park could. You know, he's he's immaculate in every way, shape, and form. So I'll go to uh, number three. This was kind of something I've been listening to recently, li uh, listening to recently. So I had to write it down. Uh, it'll be Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. And, uh, you know, I first heard of Nick Cave when I was very young on an episode of X-Files 
And the episode is actually called Dwayne Barry. And it's one of his most popular songs. It's called Red Right Hand. Um, and it just, you know, it just grabbed me, you know, and it just made the scene, you know. It just made the scene. And, you know, from there I kind of branched out and I watched a movie recently where his son's in it. It's called The Kelly Gang um, with a lot of, a lot of profound actors as well. And yeah, I'm just a huge fan of Nick Cave. I think he's a very interesting artist, person, and you know, he's, he's very captivating in a lot of ways. And I look forward to listening to him more as you guys should also listen. It sounds like he has a lot to say in his, uh, in his lyrics. Is that, is that where we're getting along with? Is it, or is he just a musician or is it more of his lyrics that really entices you? Well, it's both. It's a lot of both, you know, just his whole background, you know, his whole, his whole life. It's like, it's interesting. You, you know, those like actors or, uh, musicians or, you know, it could be anything painters or, or, uh, you know, um, people, you know, like a quarterback or anybody, you know, like you, you want to get to know them a little bit more and like, you know, you want to know who you're supporting, you know, and who you're listening to or, and he's just one of those people that just, that's very captivating and interesting. You know, he's one of those Tom Waits, you know, and like they're in the same category. I don't mean to compare them to it at all because they're two different breeds but they're kind of cut from the same cloth that's a that's a very interesting comparison uh tom waits obviously a legend and you're basically talking about artistic perspective and there is nothing more profound than someone that's a truly an artist there when someone painted uh not someone michelangelo hung upside down and painted the 16th chapel he was doing so out of inspiration when someone writes a song that captivates the world they're essentially doing the same thing and there there is a reason we call them artists it's not because they are understood by everybody everybody has their own intellect there's right brain there's left brain there's a perspective that we all understand and don't understand. And if we ever pretend to pre- like have the pretense that we understand the creative ability of another man, then we are lost as a, as a person at whole. So this is a very captivating choice for you. And I, I really, I really want to look forward. To, I look forward into looking into uh, more of Nick. This is a, a very good choice. Thank you so much. Oh yeah. Let's move on to number two. Did you say number two? (laughs) Oops. Number two, this is no surprise, is Stone Temple Pilots. Why is that an odd moment for you? Because here's the thing. There is nothing ever wrong with Stone Temple Pilots. Everyone wants to go along with the Alice in Chains, the Nirvanas, everything along that genre. But the one, one band that did it all correctly 
and really emulated this whole whole genre they never stopped did they stone temple pirate pirates I'll, t- I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now I'm, i guess he's in agreement with me and i want to hear a little bit more how he feels about stone temple uh, pilots before i actually start singing them because flies in the vaseline we are is not what you want to hear we want to hear his assessment of stone temple pilots well uh i think uh scott wyland is a very uh, interesting man um uh, i read uh his his documentary I can't. I think it was David Roth, maybe, who wrote it. David Lee Roth? No, no, no. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. But, but it was very good. He was awesome, man. Like he grew up in Southern California, and like for a period of time, and like he used to chauffeur like models around and whatnot. Like, he, he drove, like, a lot of models around before the band kind of, like, took off and whatnot. And he was in a couple other. Bad life. Nah, I mean, his life was, <laughs> I mean, he was molested at a young age, but. Okay. Um, Negative. Well, what, what I really, do you really believe, what would your number two be, to be honest with you? I, I mean, I shouldn't have gone that, down that path. I really didn't realize it was a... No, Scott Weiland's amazing. I mean, his if anybody hasn't read his his book, you should. It's great. Uh, my number two would be what your number five was. Soundgarden. Not at number two for me, for sure. I mean, Chris Cornell, like you said previously, has the voice of an angel. And continued to, you know, just even further his ability to portray it. You know, like he was joined Audio Slave, of course, and did solo, many solo projects. He even did that electronic project called Scream, which was amazing. And, you know, he just, he's just one of those musicians that, like, there's nothing I couldn't listen to, you know, and have great feelings for. He's very captivating. You know what that brings us to? For all the listeners out there, we have finally come to the definitive number one answer. And guess who's got it right? Yeah, it's your old boy, Big Earn McCracken. Now, I, I can guarantee you, I'm going to let him go second here. I can guarantee you that I have the greatest of them all. Because she did come out in late 1999, so I'm allowed to incorporate her. The number one is Avril Lavigne. Unbelievable, right? Um, oh, yeah. All you dorks out there in Never Neverland. You were looking at that scattered girl, you know. I'll tell you what, she she was playing Dungeons and Dragons. She was looking up, man. She never had a skirt to look at. It was all those baggy pants, but there was something about little Miss Avril Lavigne. I'll tell you what, I have the number one artist, and there's not much anybody can do to convince me otherwise. 
because if you if you really want to tell me that there's a better song than Skater Boy, you might be remiss. Now, Miss. Yeah, see you later, boy. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Let's be honest with you. I won, but but we're gonna give a real star a chance to rebut that and give him his number one song of that era. But Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. You're asking me to. Well. I would have to go with Under My Skin. Or Bruce Maroney. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Silver Chair. Silver Chair. So I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of uh, Australian music recently. And I knew you know, like my first real favorite Australian band was Silver Chair. And everybody knows them. Every like they're huge. They're huge. And you know, now I listen to tons of bands like, you know, Angus and Julia Stone, um, Lime Coreal, um, you know, tons of bands. Julia Jacqueline, um, Angus and Julia, St- I already said that. Dope Lemon, you know, tons of stuff. But Silver Chair is my number one from the 90s. They always will be. And I think. I think we're going to play a song from them, right? Well, I'll be honest with you. Silver Chain Chair is just as good as Avril Lavigne. Oh, I mean, there's no comparing. In certain aspects. So you always have to understand the, uh, the ability to grasp how hot Avril Lavigne was when I was a teenage boy. So you can't quite get there, but I will say one thing. We've been we've been absolutely blessed to have him on our show today, Tora Messino. You don't even know how thankful I am that you actually called in, gave me your time on your impressive tour, and it's it's something that I'll never forget, and I'm so excited that from here on out, people like you can understand how great a listing can be. So I want to thank you so much for coming on today. Hey, I've had a blast so far. I mean, even hanging out before the show, you know, having a couple drinks, you know, liquid listings is what it's all about. I've had a great time, you know, and uh, I think it was good. I think it went well. I think uh, everything's good, and I will come back. I will come back very soon. Hell yeah. I'll tell you guys. You've got the definitive answers today. And obviously, Avril Lavigne is not the correct answer. But this old bird can't help himself. I want to thank you guys again for listening in. Do me a favor. Take the time. Spread the word. Liquored Listings is on the rise right now. You should see the hits and the escalation that's going on right now with this. If you want to get on the show. You can use my Twitter, J-B-O-A-N-C-H-E-7-9. Give me a a message. I'll get you on the show. We'll do something fun. Do a random topic. 
You can get me on Flung Dung on the Line app. You can get me on Facebook. Never mind. I'm never going to give you that Facebook information because there's too many creepers in this world. Now, finally, I want to thank you all for tuning in. And I'm going to send you out with a little bit of the number one song. Liquor Listings, Big Irma Kraken, signing out. Thanks for tuning in.